Hello, this is Salil from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday the 26th of November. India recorded 10,549 new cases of coronavirus in the last 24 hours, pushing the total infection tally to over 3.45 crore. The number of new infections is slightly higher than yesterday's count of 9,119 cases. With 488 deaths in the past 24 hours, the cumulative death toll has climbed to 4,67,468. Meanwhile, the World Health Organization today said that it was closely monitoring a new coronavirus variant detected in South Africa. In a meeting that will be held later today, the global health body will determine if the strain should be designated as a variant of interest or a variant of concern, the Hindustan Times reported. South African scientists have detected a new coronavirus variant called B11529 on Thursday. The Indian government had advised states and union territories to take note of the new variant and asked them to ensure rigorous screening of international travellers. This variant is reported to have a significantly high number of mutations and thus has serious public health implications for the country in view of recently relaxed visa restrictions, said Union Health Secretary Rajesh Bhushan. The United Kingdom has announced today that it would ban travel from six African countries in view of the new variant. All flights from South Africa, Namibia, Lesotho, Eswatini, Zimbabwe and Botswana have been suspended from Friday. Similarly, countries such as Singapore and Germany are also planning to restrict air travel from Africa. The Delhi High Court said that the decision to administer booster doses of the COVID-19 vaccine should not be based on economics and directed the centre to inform the court about its stand on the matter, reported the Indian Express. The High Court asked why booster shots were not being made available in India when many other countries were encouraging such inoculation. The coronavirus has infected over 260 million people in the world and caused more than 5.1 million deaths so far, according to the Johns Hopkins University. Prime Minister Narendra Modi addressed the nation today on the occasion of India's Constitution Day, which is celebrated on November 26th every year to mark the day that India adopted the Constitution. Addressing the event from the Central Hall in the Parliament building, the Prime Minister said today that the Constitution Day is a day to salute the Parliament House, where many of India's leaders brainstormed to give us the Constitution of India. Fourteen opposition parties, including the Congress and the Trinamool Congress, skipped the Constitution Day event today to send a message that they presented a united front ahead of the start of the winter session of the Parliament next week. When questioned on their absence, Congress leader Manikam Tagore, in a statement to NDTV, said that the government is a hypocrite. He said, and I quote, that the incumbent government does not respect the constitution and does not govern the country on the basis of it, but on the other hand, they celebrate the Constitution Day. He also added that the Constitution Day is merely a PR event started by the government in 2019. The Prime Minister in his address today also took a dig at Congress, stating that the spirit of the constitution is hurt when political parties lose their democratic character. He said, and I quote, Dynastic parties are a matter of concern to people committed to the constitution. Look at dynastic political parties from Kashmir to Kanyakumari. This is against the democratic spirit. If a party runs for generations by a family and the entire party system is with a family, then that is the biggest problem for the health of a democracy. Unquote. Priyanka Gandhi Vadra, the Congress's Uttar Pradesh in charge, will visit Prayagraj today, where four members of a family, including a 16-year-old girl and a 10-year-old boy, were found murdered at their home yesterday morning. The bodies of a 50-year-old man, his 45-year-old wife and their children were found in Prayagraj yesterday. Police have said that they may have been attacked with a sharp weapon and there were grievous injuries on their bodies. 
The body of the girl was found in a room inside the house while the other three bodies were found together in a courtyard. An incident of rape is also being speculated in the incident. A relative of the victim's family has told the media of a land dispute between the victim's family and their upper caste neighbor that had been festering since 2019. He also claimed that the victim's family had been assaulted by the neighboring family earlier in September. However, the police had forced a compromise. After this incident, the police have registered an FIR with charges including gang rape and murder against 11 named persons. The Prayagraj police chief told the media that some people have been taken into custody for questioning. Farmers are expected to hold demonstrations on Delhi borders and in other parts of the country today to mark one year of the farmers' protest against the center's farm laws. Last week, Prime Minister Narendra Modi announced that the three controversial farm laws would be rolled back. The farmer unions welcomed the move but have said that they would not end their protest till the laws are formally repealed and other demands such as that of a constitutional guarantee of getting a minimum support price for their crops are met. With the protests showing no signs of retreat, even after the center announced that the three laws would be repealed, the farmers said that they would hold several events and that a large gathering will be organized today at the Delhi border. On Thursday, the Samyukt Kisan Morcha, an umbrella body of various farm unions spearheading the ongoing stir, said that thousands of farmers are arriving in Delhi to mark one year of the protest. The protest began with the Delhi Chalo program on November 26th last year. Since then, thousands of farmers have gathered at the borders of the capital New Delhi in one of the biggest challenges for PM Modi since he came to power in 2014. The rollback of the laws comes just ahead of the critical elections in states like UP and Punjab. Listeners, today marks the completion of an entire year since the farmers began their protests against the contentious farm laws by camping at Delhi's Singhu, Tikri and Ghazipur borders. At News Laundry, we have reported extensively on the farmers protest. You can read our ground reports, interviews and video stories on the protests on newslaundry.com. Over the course of multiple reports, the farmers have told our reporters about their growing frustration with the media and the Modi government. Check out my colleague Nidhi Suresh's report titled Media has lost our trust, why protesting farmers are angry with Godi media, and if we get covid, it's Modi's fault, why farmers at Delhi's borders aren't leaving. We are able to report in great detail on issues such as these because we are a reader-supported news organization. We are accountable to only you, our subscribers. So, if you're not a subscriber already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscriptions start as low as rupees three hundred a month. Also, while you're there, do check out sessions of this year's Media Rumble, which are now available to watch on our YouTube channel. A red alert for heavy rainfall has been issued for five districts in Tamil Nadu by the weather department and schools and colleges have been closed in 22 districts after several areas of flooded officials said today. The India Meteorological Department has predicted heavy to extremely heavy rainfall in Tirunelveli, Tootukudi, Ramanathapuram, Pudukottai and Nagapattinam districts of the state. Following successive spells of rainfall since last month A holiday has been declared for schools and colleges in 22 districts including Tutukudi, Kanyakumari, Tirunelveli, Kudalo, Tiravur, Tenkasi and Vilupuram. Incessant rains in the state have caused widespread damages to crops, buildings and roads and led to water logging and flooding in several areas of Tamil Nadu till now. More than 2300 homes have been damaged due to the heavy rain which has been pounding the state since October. Approximately 2/3 of the state has gotten flooded due to excessive rain spells in the second week of November. 
Tamil Nadu till now has received nearly 68% more rainfall than the average downpour recorded during the monsoon season, the NDTV has reported. Israel has slashed the list of countries that are eligible to purchase its cyber technologies following concern over possible abuses abroad of a hacking tool, Pegasus, sold by the Israeli firm NSO Group, Israel's Calicalist financial newspaper reported on Thursday. The newspaper, which did not disclose its sources, said that Mexico, Morocco, Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates were among countries which would now be barred from importing Israeli cyber tech. The list of countries licensed to buy it has been cut to just 37 states, down from 102. Israel's defense ministry responding to the report has said in a statement that it takes appropriate steps when countries violate the terms of usage set by them. The defense ministry, however, did not confirm if any existing licenses had been revoked. Israel has been under pressure to limit its export of cybertech and spyware since July, when a group of international news organizations reported that NSO's Pegasus tool had been used to hack into phones of journalists, government officials and activists in several countries. Those reports prompted Israel to review the cyber export policy administered by the defense ministry. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.